Hi, welcome to Side Dish. This is a special Halloween edition of Side Dish. Uh, we're going to talk all things Halloween today. So, how you doing, Brady? I am Eric Ozumpa. Sorry, I probably shouldn't have asked you. Hi, hello, welcome to Side Dish. Everything you want to know about Logbot, nothing that you need to know. That's your host, Eric Ozumpa. I'm the other guy, Brady Neville. <laughs> How's everybody else doing out there in listening land? Eric, exactly. we've done this opening now every day for over or every week for every you gotta step on it every once in a while. Well, so so uh, you gotta screw it up to know how consistent and sane we've been throughout all of these wonderful weeks that we've been on the air. I do. I do. <laughs> I gotta step on it all the time. It's all good. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So um, I thought we could talk uh, to our listeners and tell them a little bit about uh, some Halloween stuff that they might want to check out during Halloween. I've got a few things that are kind of spooky. Uh, it's one of First, those things where I wish that we had production value because we could do like I know. Crummy, crummy ghost noises. What? Whoa. I brought my dry ice. I brought my dry ice. You know, you Eric's got a mug full of dry ice apparently yeah. just to show off, which is fun. Yeah. It is. It's um, fun. I love dry ice. Need a little Foley work. It always reminds me of uh, Scooby-Doo whenever they do fog and they found out that the criminals were using dry ice and like, they must have had like a buttload of dry ice to do all the fog. <laughs> Let's scram. Ah, right. uh, yeah. So Halloween oh. in the heartland. Uh, what do we got going on for Halloween? Well, I wanted to ask you about, like, first of all, your favorite candy. Like My uh, favorite candy. Good question. Yeah. It's, a, it's a hot dog, which is a sandwich. <laughs> no, um, ah, honestly, like, I've, I've been t- talking off and on about uh, dietary restrictions. So right now I can't eat, like, any. And I crave just, like, any of the trashiest. I don't care. I would just eat sugar out of the jar because he's like oh, yeah. no, no. um but snickers are right up there i like my snickers uh that's a good one uh reese's peanut butter cups the big ones are the little ones either's fine and then uh i miss kit kats i can't have kit kats anymore yeah reese's. it's kind of a bummer it's surprising yeah. that they haven't come out with anything similar to or not, not kit kats kit kats can go jump off a bridge i like twix that's the one it's got oh, the cookies twix. Yeah. yeah caramel and i like caramel yeah Okay. I used to hate Kit Kat, but actually as I've gotten older, I can kind of appreciate it now. I used to be like, I'd be the kid and be like, ugh. You know, I imagine you're just the somebody. kind of barbarian that doesn't even snap them apart and it just bites into it. Like, yeah. a, <laughs> ah, the cartoon, <laughs> like yeah. cartoon teeth outline on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, for me, it was all about, um, I'm not a huge, so admittedly, I'm not a huge chocolate fan. So, mm-hmm. but if I'm going to have chocolate, I want something with it. So Twix fulfills that. That yeah. satisfaction for me, and then also um, Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, I, I love like the combination I, of peanut butter ish. Oh yeah, it's an easy, it's an easy win. Fruit and stuff. I gotta say, like if I'm gonna eat straight chocolate, I like to get good chocolate. Yeah, I mean Hershey's is okay. I'll eat it if it's there, but as a rule, I don't just go and eat candy. That's not no. my go-to. Like salty, fatty stuff, as you can yeah. tell. You're this guy. Oh yeah, you're so huge. You're yeah, just they call enormous. me Mr. Porcine, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. You're enormous. I was going to talk to you about it. You know, but uh, yeah. I've actually lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. Well, no, I need to get you. You diet. need to eat more candy, buddy. So you know, like half of what I eat is bacon because that's one of the things. <laughs> I, I'm going through bacon at such a clip. And I was at the doctor. I was, I was at the doctor. I was talking to somebody, and they're like, "Oh yeah, well, what what are you eating then? If you can't, you know, are you are you making sure to get? And it's like you're eating enough cholesterol and stuff in your diet. It's like I eat like bacon and eggs like four times a week. Like I think yeah. cholesterol's not nice, anything I'm worried nice. about taking it. Yeah. So that's my candy. <laughs> so what about um I wanted to ask you about decorating. So like are you are you do you decorate first of all and for Halloween? Or and all would you be the kind of person 
Do you prefer the scary Halloween decorations or do you prefer the cute decorations? I don't care about any of it. Are you serious? <laughs> I just don't oh, know. Oh, that's sad. Um, I know. So what we like to do for Halloween is actually put out like gourds and, and harvest tiny stuff. That's yeah. what we do. Um, when I've got kids around or something, I, I don't have kids, but when we have family or when our friends have young ones around, I, I enjoy carving pumpkins with little ones just for fun. That kind of stuff I like to do. Um, I like more the symbols of harvest and that kind of stuff other than the spooky, scary. Um, you know, that's, just, that's all well and good. But, I mean, I enjoy that people get into it, but I can't be bothered. I just you can't you know, be bothered. Yeah. No, See, we, don't, a... we don't even get a Christmas tree. I'm going to tell you right <laughs> now. We don't get a Christmas tree. What we did years ago was we bought a Norfolk pine from uh, Home Depot covered in glitter. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've just kept it alive. We put it outside in the summertime and we keep it in and then we throw the odd, we throw the odd present on it. That's more the kind of thing that I do. You know, I don't yeah. go, so I'll buy gourds and then Kelsey will eat them. Which is weird. You're not buying a giant tannin bomb or something like that. Right. You know, I don't. That said, when growing up, I grew up on this crazy street where everybody, everybody on the street um, would string garland or string wreath all the way down the length of the driveway. Wow. And do the entirety of the houses and the trees in like these beautiful bright white lights, which was really cool as a thing. But I would be one of maybe two people on my block to bother decorating. So it's. I feel like uh, Brady was, yes, he was on the set of It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Yeah. Every time a bell rings. <laughs> no, actually, it's it's funny. So tell me, describe to me what uh, Halloween was like for you growing up, though. Oh well, we can't fun. we can't yeah. we can't get by without the great Minnesota blizzard of what is it ninety one? Yeah, yeah. There was a there was a epic blizzard. I was out doing that. It was often quite cold because right. uh, it was from Minnesota, right? And so. Yeah. Yeah, Halloween back back home is really a crapshoot. You don't know what you're going to get. And we hit some epic blizzard. It was like, and people still talk about it. It's like, nothing's like the blizzard of 91. And I mean, we just got dumped on snow recently here, so whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, we didn't, I never really had fancy costumes. Like that wasn't our jam. I remember once when I was a kid, I don't know where this thing came from because I don't think I made it, but it was basically a sandwich board cut out in the shape of a bumblebee. You know, like you wear the, the, the board in the front and the board in the back and the rope over the shoulders that was painted up like a bumblebee. And I think my mom was just like, that's fine. He'll love it. And walking around, do you ever walk around with one of those things? Your knees slamming into it all day? No, no. And then, yeah, I, my, my so gym teacher was like. So did you go to your mom and you just said, I want to be a bumblebee? Or no, I'm, I'm pretty sure my mom that. was like, here's what we got this year, buddy. <laughs> you're this big where you're a bee. Yeah. Enjoy it. Uh, and it's like, yeah, great. Uh, so I wore that to school in like fifth grade or third grade, whatever, you know, whatever it was, it was yeah. really young. I remember. And I remember being in gym class and the, the, the gym teacher just was under my skin. Cause I'm, he's like, what are you? I'm like, I'm a bumblebee. And he's like, a killer bee. You know? And he's like, Oh, and it's like, shut up. Yeah. Sing exactly. along. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, but the, the, the best thing about the whole costume is you could take, you could take the front of it and throw it up on the desk on the front of you when you're, when you're sitting in a chair and then you yeah. had like a little table in front of you. You could put your nice. stuff on it. That's that sweet. was that was yeah. it. But no, I never had. We never like really had fancy costumes or anything. I got, I think, just like sort of we'd phone it in. Like this is fine. This will get you candy. You know. Go oh, it was pretty traumatizing for me growing up. It's like if you went with the wrong costume that would fall apart or whatever, and you'd be like paranoid about it. 
you know, just messing up or people like making fun of you because you were, they didn't like yeah. your costume. It was just awful. We had a parade in elementary school. And, oh boy. Oh man. It was usually like whatever my mom would find in the closet. You know what? That's... You're, um, you're Frankenstein. Yeah. Oh, you're a you're pirate. Gonna a this year. You'd be a ghost. Yeah. 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 Let me just, you're a pirate, but we don't have an eye patch. So here's some cotton and some tape. <laughs> Stoik. Put that on and I just really didn't like, um, I don't love like the scary Halloween decoration stuff. So I'm much more of the cute one. Like we've got like a lighted, like black cat. That's really cute. Sure. Yeah. Yep. So we have that, but we don't, you know, it's on the front step, but we're not like into the, you know, we're, we're not putting tombstones in our front yard and skeletons all over. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, for me, that was all about like when I was trick or treating, getting back to that, I remember going with my brother and his friend and we went across the street and this guy thought he would just open the door and scare the heck out of me. And he was dressed as Frankenstein. Yeah. So he knocked on the door, you know, waiting to say trick or treat. This guy comes like out of the door, like, and just goes, <laughs> yeah. and like crouches over me and scares the heck out of me. I ran across the street. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't doubt it. When I was a kid, there's a guy who lived across the street from us and he was having a holiday party. And I mean, they were probably two and a half sheets out at this point. You ding dong, you know, the guy shows up and he's wearing a gorilla mask. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> poo came out. It's like, time to go home, bud. Uh, we're all done. That's it. <laughs> Going home. Oh, the stuff you remember, you know, because I would have been like eight years old. Out I know. Myself back in the I 80s. So nobody cares. Go, go, just go, go on. You'll be fine. Just, <laughs> I'm going to, dad and I are going to watch that movie. My exactly. mom probably took me out. I don't really remember, but. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever. Do we have any like scary Longmont? Stuff? We don't really have any scary Longmont stuff to mention today, but I do have a few scary. I have one scary Colorado thing and then a couple of other things to mention. So I okay. was uh, looking at one of my, I subscribed to this one magazine called the week. Might as well give them a promo here. Just kind of like the economist, the condensed version, which I really love. Um, but they had like some virtual haunted house tours. So I thought I'd check it out. Uh-huh. One of them being the Stanley Hotel. Oh. Are you familiar with the Stanley Hotel? Up in yeah, Park? I know. Of it. Actually, one of my friends is really big on like uh, movie locations and that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's a guy who goes out and does um, touring with theater. So he was on <laughs> these productions. He does the behind the scenes carpentry. And he was going nuts. This year, he had planned to come out to go to the Stanley Hotel. And he's hyping it up. He's coming out with his friend. They're coming out. So he came out last year. He bought this vase that must stand four feet tall. I'm not, I'm not kidding. It's like four feet tall. It's, it's this big around. And if you can't tell I'm, I've got my arms, I got a fair wingspan. I'm making a big old bubble in front of me with my arms and hands. It's that big around and it's, it's massive. I'm coming out. I'll come out in April. Brady, don't worry, Brady. I'm coming out. Brady, I'm Brady, Brady. And he always says my name like 40 times. Brady, 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 Brady. I'm coming out in April. I'm going to come, Brady, I'll come get this face. I'm going to come and get it. All right. I don't care if I got to rent a car, I'm going to come out and get it. So sure enough, he calls me up, bring, bring. Uh, so the COVID is happening. Uh, I ain't traveling. I'm not going anywhere. And so now I've got this big face I've had in my house for like a year. And he's like, Brady, Brady you, you still got my face? But he is talking it up because the Stanley Hotel is the, um, the from the, the, the movie, Shining. The Shining, yeah. 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 So that's where all the, the horrors and the ookily spookilies are at up there. So I'm understand. I can't understand the vase thing. Is that like something to do with the Stanley? Or has absolutely nothing. To Just do with no. He. This is the guy. He's like, I'm gonna come out on my way to the Stanley Hotel and pick my vase up because I've got uh, I've got reservations to I go to the Stanley not. Hotel. Okay. I'm I'm stoked that I'm going to the place with the Shining because this movie thing is my deal. It's my yeah. jam. I'm into it. I'm going. I'm gonna do it. I'm coming. Brady, don't worry. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna get your vase. And then he didn't. And so now it's just sitting here. I've got this monster thing in the corner. He's like, you still have my vase? 
It's like, yeah. It's like you I'll pay you to mail it if you want it out of your house. You know, yeah, exactly. just tell me. Yeah. He's a nut. But the oh. um the thing that I was laughing at was um we did the ghost tour like about a year ago at the Stanley. Yeah. And yeah. so it's you know, it's cool to see the catacombs and all the stuff. And you know, I have to be honest, I never saw the shining. I know of the last scene and a few other things, but I never saw the movie. Mm-hmm. But so they just try to make it really kind of like intense, like, oh, okay. Um, you know, be in touch with your vibrations and we'll go up to the room and I can't remember the room number and that's notorious in the movie The Shining. Now everybody can shout out at me at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com and tell me and correct me, all that stuff. But And if you got time um, to email us something nasty, you got time to go and leave us a five-star review. That's right. You gotta give us credit. We try to fix our problems. So, you know, we went up there and it was it was like the tour guide was awesome, but she was like, you know, the kids are probably the most in tune with the spiritual vibrations. And so they need to be you know, need, need to be like the ones who kind of tell me if they see ghosts or whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, because they're the ones that are more susceptible to like suggestion. Oh, yeah. And we're all going to be like, yeah, you just, did you see that? Yeah. Did you, holy smokes. There's a and dog so, just walked through the wall. So oh, I yeah, kinda, I saw it. I was kind of rolling my eyes during the whole time. Yeah, I <laughs> my mean, kids were all mad at me, you know, even though I wasn't really that. Yeah. If you, uh, you know, if you believe in ghosts or whatever, like, I'm not going to. We're not going yeah. to have to get into it, but like, that's not my jam. I'm going to go do that kind of thing. So like, okay, sure. Eat. So the other ones that cool. I wanted to mention too, like there's some out of state ones that I thought were interesting. So Lizzie Borden, Ben Breakfast up in Massachusetts, I imagine. Yep. River, uh, uh, Fall River, Massachusetts. You know, but the story about Lizzie Borden. Took an axe, uh, the main suspect in the 1892 axe murder of her father. And you got it. Yeah. Fall River, Massachusetts. Yeah. That Lizzie Borden that I didn't just yeah. look up on WikiQuick? Exactly. <laughs> In all seriousness, have you ever heard of it before? Yeah, I've heard of Lizzie Borden. I okay. could have told you the specifics. Yeah. So actually, it's really funny. In high school, I started in the play. I was the preacher, um, the Lizzie Borden play. Kind of It was, it was kind of dark. Longmont High. Was I, yeah, like dark. I could have said it's about an axe murderer. Kind of dark. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got something great for the kids. I was Reverend Joe. Let's do a musical about an axe murderer. <laughs> well, they probably uh, should do a musical. Probably have been more entertaining. But anyway, it was pretty disturbing. But anyway, I looked at this one on YouTube, and I was actually kind of impressed with this one. So you can go to Lizzie Borden B&B, and you can find it on YouTube and check it out. And in fact... I will try to see if I can pull it up too, and maybe I can give you a little bit of a taste of what it looks like here. Um, we have a lovely ad here pulling up right now, so I won't oh, spare wonderful. that. But uh, well, I, you know, I was doing, I was looking for spooky stuff in Longmont, and I, I didn't find anything terribly ghosty or you know, like no skeletons hanging on the front, yeah, of buildings or whatever. But uh, do you know the the the, the story behind Dickens? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I don't really, I don't equate that with a ghost story thing. They always try to. Nah, but it's a, you know, it's a grisly murder. Yeah, it's it's a, it's 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 dark. You know, thematically, it's I don't know. You watch slasher movies or whatever on Halloween. Never been my jam, but I feel like no, it's not my thing. I mean, probably Halloween is the closest I get to it. So. Okay, yeah, so anyway, we're looking at the Lizzie Borden, uh, the what's it Lizzie Borden B and B tour, and so so we've got a, a very cool. We got a very cool lacy vibe going on here with like a globe, <laughs> a globe uh, lamp. You know, it's like, looks like it could be uh, with a with a little flame on there. Some antique photo of 
Somebody's like dead on a couch, I guess, probably hitting the head with an axe. It is. Yeah. You know what's really gruesome about this? I kind of looked at it and they actually have the skulls from, they don't have them in this. They have replicable replicas, but they have the skulls from her mom and father. And what's really weird about it is that they, uh, they got the hatchet they heads used them. They use them in her court trial, which is just really gross. So, yeah, have, there's a framed hatchet in here and like the kind of, <laughs> of, of flooring that you would only see on your grandmother's couch, like that kind of pattern. That's like not even grandmother's. That's great grandmother's. At this point, yeah, yeah. Like my grandma would have had that. She had that as I think actually my parents had a couch like that in the 80s, very heavily florally printed as yeah. the carpet. Yeah. So that's, you know, that, that's your bag. If you want a lace doily um, little, little entryway table kind of covering that, that's your place. Does that make any sense? Yeah. yeah. Like so then the but other yeah, one. The Dickens, the Dickens thing yeah. I thought was actually kind of interesting. And it's, yeah. it's fairly Longmont focused, which I thought is nice for a Longmont. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, I'm, so, I'm all over for Halloween. So I'm not really pinned in by the borders. Of, yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. Longmont, so like Henry but, Dickens, yeah. I, you know, like what do I know of, of, of Dickens opera house <laughs> quote, quote, quotes, not operas anymore. Fame. Um, yeah. Moved here years and years ago. And, um, he began, like, he moved to Boulder County, I think, when he was pretty young. Um, and in 1876, he married Ida Kitely. So the name Kitely, if that rings any bells. Yeah, Kitely Neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, we got yeah. a whole neighborhood. Um, and the guy who runs the Longmont subreddit is from that neighborhood. I don't know who he actually is. So they raised farm and, and livestock. And, and, you know, and in 1881, they wanted to bring culture to the community. So that's when they opened the Opera House at 300 Main Street. And I this, this part I actually thought was pretty fascinating. Because according to uh, Visit Longmont, he was his father was gifted that land by Ulysses S. Grant. Yeah. yeah. And so Dickens did pretty well, but, you know, I guess some of it's who you know. Well, I think he was in the – didn't he serve in the Civil War? And I think that's maybe where he got that. That would be the right time frame for sure because it was 1860s, yeah. I think, right? Um, yeah, so in 1885, they opened the Longmont College. Um, and they said that he would stay and clean up and whatever. And so he – uh, he was a pretty prominent citizen in the city, um, ordered like the first water development project. Uh, he was appointed constable, apparently. Um, and then, yeah. Is no, there a ghost story in our future? Are you just going to well, tell me about his infrastructure up, needs just, and desires? Did he, did he lay like fiber around or, you know? Lay fiber? <laughs> kind of fiber did he... Optical fiber for the internet. I'm joking. No, like, yeah. no, but he was like, you know, successful. And then like he had five kids and one day he's just sitting there in his, in his house with his wife, right. Reading or whatever. Boom. Shot in the back, right. Wow. Through the window. Wow. Yeah. Somebody just plugged him and he died, like died like right there within minutes. Yeah. Boom. That's one thing to do if the shot comes out through your back. Well, I mean, sometimes you shot in the guts and you just sit there going, ow, for a long time. <laughs> How does that go again? <laughs> Ow! Ow! <laughs> but my God, you're ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, comedy so is subverting. Isn't comedy like one definition subverting expectation? That's right. So, um, so, so the thing is, like, he had one, like, five kids, and um, his son. So this is where it kind of gets interesting. They thought his son Rienzi Dickens, like, they thought he was guilty. So. Earlier in the week or something, he had bought a rifle and I guess a silencer, which I didn't realize was a thing at that point in history. Uh, and he stood trial for the death of his father in the spring 1915. And he's found guilty um, in second, of second degree murder. Um, wow. But wow. yeah, so then they, they had him, I guess, dead, dead to rights. But then in 1919, the Supreme Court of Colorado ruled that 
he would have a new trial and the first trial didn't hold up um, because second degree murder didn't make sense. Um, investigators felt that whoever laid in wait uh, would be first degree murder. And so he went to trial in 1921. The jury deliberated for 15 whole hours and a verdict of not guilty came in and he was set free. And one of the other sites, this is mostly from Visit Longmont. I think you visit longmont.com or .org. Um, one of the other sites said that he just sort of skipped off to, Col or to California and was never really seen much again. Nobody knows really what happened. Um, and that, yeah, so like Dickens of, of Dickens fame around here and poor Ida Kiteley's husband was, was murdered in cold blood in his, in his own home back in the, the 1800s. And this edition of Fireside History is made possible yeah, by Brady Steffel. Welcome to All Things Grizzly. <laughs> I was kind of getting for the ghost story aspect here. There's but no there ghost, is, man. We don't, yeah, you're not, like, look, I don't. Yeah. Intrigue, yeah. And then his, ooh, and now yeah. the, the Dickens Auburn yeah. house is what, forever haunted with his ghost. That's not true. I don't think yeah. there's anything. I was looking to see if there was anything like that. I haven't seen any yeah, like no, creepy, creepy hauntings. Yeah. But um, interesting. There's some pretty cool stuff on uh, Visit Longmont. So uh, I appreciate them putting that all up in the. Absolutely. The no, it's cool to hear the backstory. And again, usually the ghost story thing is like intrigued with murder or something like that. So like Lizzie Borden and other things. There's a state penitentiary in Philadelphia that people are claim is haunted. And so, yeah, I mean, the, the mystery thing about this is like his son left and they said, well, you're not guilty. And they yeah. never really figured out if it was him or if it wasn't him. And yeah, so it's, yeah. it's one of the great unsolved mysteries of uh, Longmont. It I is. can't say elsewhere, the greater American diaspora, but uh, <laughs> around here, it's big news, I guess. It's pretty big news at the time. <laughs> Magnate shot in back, guys. John, I think they set like some feds out or something. Yeah, yeah so wild. So, uh, but nothing really to do with, you know, Halloween. I just thought it was an interesting story. No, it's it's really cool, yeah, as one is wont to do. So I'm going to, yeah. I'm you know, now that we're, we're kind of, I'm going to be able to share something else with you too as well. Wow. I know, isn't this exciting? So yeah, let's, you know, here we go. Going World this, first, here's the exclusive. Yes, there is the place called the Winchester Mystery House uh -huh. in San Jose, California. You can also do a virtual tour with this. It actually will cost you some money. But you know, this about, is a podcast about Longmont, though, right? Like we're, we do this all the time, though. We go <laughs> off track. You tell me about your life in Minnesota, you know, so, and you talk about well, things. Well, it's like You talk about things person. in Boulder, too. So, you know, I'm super important, though. I don't too know. Too bad, this, buddy. Yeah, the nice Winch try. The Winchester Mystery House actually is looking pretty cool. Eric's has got this up on his screen since he's not always great with the radio. Talk. That's right. That's right. Uh, you so. started out, you scroll it up here, bud. You got these crazy wood panels like you'd see in a Gothic church from like. 1600s, 1700s, like yeah. crazy uh, recessed little squares on them. And what looks to be some sort of tin walls or some sort of uh, plaster. Yeah. yeah, so cool and like greens and, and then the wood tones. And now we don't have any pictures up because Eric. I know. Hey. They have axe throwing there. So I just thought I'd, you know. Can we do this virtually? Can you yeah. do virtual yeah. axe throwing? <laughs> I just say the quality of the video composition of this place is pretty amazing. But anyway. Yeah, it's really pretty So good. the Winchester Mystery House is another recommendation as far as like checking out maybe if you want to find out about this mansion this is the widow of the winchester fortune the gun that helped tame the west basically but um the so chin rester rifle right i wanted to plug that but also the other one that i just thought was the most hysterical is the count dracula castle in romania oh yeah so okay okay let's since we're not going to talk about longmont at all anyway no we'll talk dracula? about longmont but have you yeah. read dracula no no, you should read Dracula. Yeah, it is super good. Yeah, I mean, it's like 
There's, I mean, okay. What's the book by James Fenimore Cooper? Uh, Last of the Mohicans. You ever read yeah. that one? Yeah. Yeah. That the yeah. prose is dry as old toast. It's like yeah. it's super hard to to read. It is. Yeah. He's waffling, you know, like oh, and the, a paragraph is a sentence, and you're just like, okay, all right, all right, okay, yeah. okay. But the the prose from um, Dracula is actually really compelling. It's all it's like one of the first found document novels. So it's all about like, hey, uh, here's a diary from so and so. And then it's this very live and actionable thing. And you, you you see this guy winds up in Dracula's castle, probably this that we're looking at, which is creepy. And then like at one point he sees Dracula like leaving and he, he like goes out of a window and crawls face first down the side of his, of his uh, castle or whatever. And it's yeah. like, it's, it holds up. It's just really gruesome and, and cold and, and dark and very well written. So yeah. if you're looking for uh, Halloween literature, that's an oldie, but it's like written 140 years ago or something, 120 years ago. And it is, and it's really, really good. I mean, it really yeah. is. I mean, what I've understood, it was obviously ahead of its time too as well. So it's, it's kind of funny that I did not ever really, um, I have not read it, but I've heard it's, you know, I've read Frankenstein. Frankenstein was creepy too. Yeah. Uh, Mary Shelley, uh, amazing book. But um, yeah, it's... Now, I can't yeah. recommend it enough because I thought I, I've read books from from antiquity, um, you know, from I mean, it's you know, you get out of the modern era and it's it's pretty slow, like film. Yeah. If you watch a film from 40, 50, 60 years ago, the plot develops at such a slow pace compared to what you got in the 80s where uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is commando and he's running around with all these guns and stuff strapped to his chest. And at one point throws a saw blade at a dude and it scalps him. <laughs> exactly. You know, like that wasn't yeah. around in the sixties. No. And so you no. figure like the late 1800s, the early 1900s, whatever Jack was actually written. Um, you, you'd think that the prose would be kind of dry and stale and would only appeal to that, uh, that era, but it, it really held up really well. 1897 for a book that's 125 basically years old. Great, great read. So, if you need something to scare the pants out of your kids with, uh, yeah, I think he like rode around with a coffin and stuff. It was wild. Yeah, it was absolutely it was, wild. It was wild. Good book. So, um, yeah, I, I think that uh, the uh, you could probably find some virtual things if you're looking for something to do. We talked yep. about Halloween trick or treating too, yep. and there's ways, safe ways to do that. So, I wouldn't abandon that entirely. If you want to make sure you got candy out for kids, you can you can individually wrap those packages, put them on the step. You can put the candy out like a lot of people do. So there's yep. lots of things you can do locally, though. To Just sure. go to Lowe's or Home Depot and get a five-gallon pail. Exactly. Just dump, dump Just it full. Throw that you know. candy out there and let the Just fill it full of hand sanitizers and masks and all the stuff <laughs> that kids want. That's right. Yeah. Kids just want that. Yeah. Kids just want hand sanitizer. And yeah, just like, that's for sure. Yeah, they slide it on fire. I think that's yeah. what they like to do it. All right. So I think we probably have exhausted the um, our extensive discussion of Halloween and Longmont. And in according to Brady, Halloween only occurs in Longmont. So I uh, (laughs) just wanted to make sure that we we want to specifically about Longmont. Yeah. Even though you <laughs> talked about something in Denver a few episodes back, and I'll point that out and put you on the, blast sometime. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the thing about that is people from Longmont regularly go to Denver. How many people are going to Transylvania? I'm not saying they're going to go there. I'm saying that they should go check out the castle and learn the story. That's all. All wow. right. So we've been wow. we've been doing a push recently for, uh, for reviews on Call It Stitcher, Call It Apple. 
podcast, call it who's and what's it. If you listen, if you got time to write us in Krause, go ahead and give us a little little updoodle, a little five-star what's my jigger. Uh, you know, takes a minute, helps us out. We really appreciate it. If you want to give us money, that's great. I don't expect that at this point. But, you know, that that helps as much as anything. We very much appreciate that. We've gotten a few in the last few days. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, awesome. And, and I want to echo what Brady says. We love that people are listening. We're doing this. This is our second year. Crazy. We enjoy doing this. Hopefully it gets better. <laughs> <laughs> don't hold your breath, people. That's right. We're workshopping. If you got ideas, send them our way, too. We'll probably throw it in okay, the garbage can. Buddy, you, okay, buddy, you, you. you sound desperate, so just, just chill. Don't worry. Okay? <laughs> please. Please. Thanks, Brady. Put, an email. <laughs> put, put Eric's name on it.